0: you're listening to the sage hill podcast with dr chip Dodd. sage hill is a social impact organization that helps people see who they're made to be so they can do what they're made to do hey chip how you doing hey man we're doing a special podcast today
1: from your house yes yeah and we're in the memorabilia room that, we we the library okay, you know study. What? You know we are. We're in the room that, of, of keepsakes. Honestly, so is that some, that's an okay word to use? Yeah, some yeah. art that William has painted. Yeah, William did a self. George Washington for and family yeah. pictures. Abraham and, Lincoln's second inaugural address. Desiderata. Have you what, seen it? Desideratum? What, what is desert? It's, it's a, a, a monk. Um, actually, I think Fifth Dimension or something in the sixties or something did a song Desideratum. Even though the world is a dark and difficult place, there's still hope in the universe. Mm. Kind of deal. So a monk wrote that years ago. Desert. Got a
0: quote from "It's a Wonderful Life" up there. Yeah, no man friend, is a failure
1: if he has friends. A friend, a friend gave that to me. Uh, Clarence, a, a, a former person that I worked with years ago, show gave me a sent the picture of a light, a door opening in the darkness. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, going home. A, a guy I treated years ago uh, sent me a portrait of a place when he was a teenager. They used to ride out in an old jeep in Oklahoma, and it oh, wow. was a house where they used to just. Read magazines period yeah. actually read periodicals, periodicals and they yeah. would sit out there and read out in Oklahoma, so remembers that as a great hey, time.
0: What are those pictures on the table It's a couple of leather leather chairs with ottomans, and in between mm-hmm. them there's a there's a pretty sizable table covered with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven photographs what, yeah. what are those pictures of
1: boys, the boys, Tennyson the boys. and William yeah, when they were little. Sonia has adorned my world with and me participating in it with uh uh, layers of of love and memory. Man, what, you know? one,
0: I love coming to your house um, mm-hmm. because there there is the, everywhere you look. Oh, that's a prototype of. There's me, a, let me say that. First I'm going to compliment sure, you. By yeah, the way. Oh, Thank okay. You. Thank see. you. Yeah, you love the compliments. It's my father's microscope. Yeah. Right from, you stop yeah. talking. Um, <laughs> like everywhere you look, there's a story, every and they, a memory. Yeah. About relationship. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. nothing in this place that's artificial that uh, is just there for decoration
1: though there are lots of decorations that's true everything has a story everything's got yeah, a, story. And a weight to yeah. it and, and a tears with it and a joys with it and it it's all here in father's trunk from medical school that his aunt lid had that uh that's his uh, cool that route to murfreesboro and you don't have to put a zip code or you just get shipped back and forth on the train it's just route to murfreesboro yeah. They 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 knew it was so small wow so you know Cherry of, table I, I did years years ago. Taught yeah. myself how to use a wood lathe, and I had some wild cherry that my aunt Eva. You built that table? Huh. That's ridiculous. Uh huh. That's beautiful. Can I have that when you die? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That's yeah, really absolutely. cool. In you, fact, take it today. <laughs> 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 so until it's so time, we've got to load some. Oh, stuff. y'all got some <laughs> stuff. God, y'all got some stuff that is a lot of stuff. This lap desk from uh, um that they used to use in the 1800s as really a neat, neat uh, gift. Got years ago, Christmas, huh. uh, like, like in the 60s. 60s. Well, what do you feel when you look around at all this? Honestly, yeah. uh, I feel uh, grateful, and I can see stories of my life, and I feel sad. Yeah. What's the sad? I think the sa- the sad has to do with appreciation, as crazy as it sounds. You know, when you and I talk about how sadness is— uh, uh, most people would hear me say I'm sad, and they would say, what's wrong with you? But to me, uh, sadness is, a, is a, a part of the process of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, sounds like, oh, come on. But- um, a, It doesn't sound that way to Well, me. No. It, I'm glad it doesn't to you. Yeah. And, and a lot of other people who are listening to this podcast either, but, but I mean, I've gotten to attach. I've gotten to care. I've gotten to be involved. I've gotten to- be around things, pe- people, places and times that matter to me. I've, um, I've longed for even more than I've ever gotten. I have memories that are unfinished. Mm-hmm. you know You've longed so for
0: more than you've ever gotten, and you've gotten more in some ways and than, than I ever made.
1: believed I would. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And so I don't know if was, there was a lack of confidence or just I'm amazed at how good some things that are good have been. Yeah, and of course, how sad things that are sad are. But, the, uh, the, you know, the attachment feeling is sadness yeah. because it's the caring feeling. And whenever—because this room is full of times gone by. Yeah,
0: there's not anything that's uh, being built in here. No. There's, no,
1: there's nothing <laughs> yeah. of the future, and everything in here is of the past. Yeah. Every single thing, from the founding fathers to, uh, uh, you know, the, there's a picture of Washington, Abraham Lincoln, things people have given me, uh, even the old camel— Carry bags. I see one Israel. of my books
0: down there in the corner.
1: Stevie James is in here. <laughs> Stevie James wow. lives here. Yeah, even when I was in Israel, there's some old pottery from. Yeah. Uh, and so back that
0: sadness now. feeling is the valuing feeling. It, it teaches yep. us to value th- loss, the attachment
1: feeling. It allows mm-hmm.
0: us to attach to things. Mm-hmm. It allows us to care about things.
1: Mm-hmm. It is the litmus test feeling. I mean, it really is. Our capacity to be sad is directly connected to how much we care. Mm. So I mean, it's courageous to care.
0: So when I was blubbering like a child at "It's a Wonderful Life" in the Belcourt mm-hmm. Cinema right before Christmas, mm-hmm. and memories to, unfinished. Oh, man! I get teariest thinking about right now though. That's right. When those people run in and are pouring money on the table for George, oh, man. and and his brother runs in and says, "George Bailey, the richest man, man in town. town." Right? Yeah. And I every time, every time a person comes in, I feel I cry more. Yeah. Right, and it's right. more sadness and yeah. more hurt. Yeah. What am I sad about there?
1: Well, you know, I, I, here's what I think. Yeah. Uh, and may I tell a little piece of a story? Yeah. I, I ran in the peach tree years ago. I'd never, I'd never run it, but somebody said, hey, I've got a number. Do you want to go? It was the marathon. The six miles. Six miles. 10K? 10K. 10K. Okay. And um, I hadn't run in like more than two miles in a long time because my hip. But uh, anyway, so I got a number, got on the whatever the tr- mass transit is, wound up at 5 no, no. o'clock. Yeah, the MARTA thing. Ran it, and I, I'd never been in it. I didn't know what a big race would look like. So I started running with everybody else, and also, I got out into the, the race, and thousands of people are along the sidewalks mm. holding signs. You can do it. Happy birthday, America. We're for you. And it, it just hit me, the celebration, and I, I'm one of... What twenty thousand? I don't know yeah. how many. Lots, lots. They weren't there just for no, you. No, <laughs> in fact, uh, no. I was a, a passing number, unrecognizable number, really. But I, I also recognized in that 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 idea of being celebrated, appreciated, seen, recognized, known, hoped for, wished for, mattering. As I, I was running, and I started to cry. Mm. I mean, I ran and cried in a way that was happy cry, mm-hmm. like, um, like. Thank you. This mm-hmm. is so great. This is what it feels like to be treasured, to be remembered, to be recognized. Mm-hmm. It's, it's every person's longing and every person's wish. You know, back in, the, in the, the history of us, the history of us humans, in the pagan world, it was the, the, the greatest achievement or greatest uh, 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 experience is to become immortal. Which means to be remembered after your death. Right. Yeah. To, to, to be forever alive. And then in the Christian world, of course, we have eternal. So there's something in the human makeup that so so hungers to be recognized, known, seen, uh, touched, needs met, uh, know that they've left something behind. I mean, that's how we're we're actually made. And so when so when we see George Bailey never fully knowing how much he really mattered while he was always trying to matter.
0: Yeah, you know, be, be a big shot, be yes. important.
1: Yes, wanted to you know conquer the world, and then finally he gave up and simply cared about people. But in both ways, he couldn't help but want, want to matter, I think, right? I think so. Yeah. So when he comes in and when people come in and go, George, you have always been loved. We've always seen you. We've always mm-hmm. known you. Thank you. He, he didn't know that anyone could give to him unless he'd given to them first or yeah. something to that effect. Yeah. So, so when, when he sees love, it, it, it overwhelms us all. Because I think, you know, when we look into our heart of hearts, we don't we wonder if why somebody would love as part of its toxic shame, yeah, and part of its genuine humility, and part of its a, a correct assessment of uh, ourselves, yeah, that we 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 can do some pretty unlovable things. So almost all true love is mercy grace applied to the undeserving and unmerited, and the willingness to receive it anyway. So when we see that, I think we're overwhelmed with. Just gratitude.
0: And there's I mean, some deep connection between gratitude and sadness. Yes. Because it's about value. Yes. Right? Sadness is valuing things. And if I don't yeah. value anything, yeah. the appropriate response as, yeah. a, as a human being is to be grateful. Yeah. Right? And so that, and that's helped me understand that. So yeah. sadness you know, even, and gratitude are so connected.
1: Yeah. I'm looking back on, you know, we, here we are again, but I'm looking, look, I'm at an age where I'm looking backwards yes. in some ways. I, I really am. And, um, I look and um I I I have an appreciation. Like I really did give myself. And for that giving, there were some people who got to be George Bailey's. Mm-hmm. You know, I gave myself and to say you you're worth whatever it takes mm-hmm. for you to live the life you're made to live. So and at the same time I have such gratitude and appreciation for what I've gotten to do. It's like I'm amazed. I because when I was younger, I didn't think that I would get to do what I've done. Right. At the same time, I hoped I would get to do what I've done. I didn't know what it would look like. And at the same time, when I look back, I go, oh, I've gotten to do, and a lot of it is done. So even the greatest appreciation is also has, oh, I've gotten to do this, it's done. You'll hear people that that climb mountains or... Achieve some—finish a race or finish med school or graduate. And they go into this depressed place afterwards. Yeah, they They, achieve
0: the goal, and then they're lost because they don't know how to push and And, accomplish. They don't know who they are. And
1: that's a lack of appreciation for what gratitude costs and what gratitude really is. Mm -hmm. It's not just about, I should be happy. It's paying the price of what gratitude costs. I climbed this. What did it cost me to Mm do it? Uh, What have I paid to get there? And also facing life on life's terms, that the greatest moment of our lives is about to end. Mm-hmm. Do you get that? Yeah, the greatest moment of our lives is about to end. We hope for it longer than we get to live it. You get what I'm saying?
0: Say it again. Like, I'm not sure. Okay, I did. like
1: you dreamed of 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 being married, and you dreamed of what she would be like. On some level. You, On some level, yeah. sure. And so then when you met Heather, you I dreamed, more
0: dreamed of not being alone. Okay. That was well, a desperate to not be alone. Okay, yeah. And I found you, out that marriage is pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: so you, yeah, you wound up not being alone, okay? <laughs> yeah. and, and so you married Heather, and when you, when you were getting prepared to get married to Heather, you had all kinds of pictures of what it was, was going to be like. Yes. And so, so we spend more time hoping about the lives we live than, than getting to live the lives that we were hoping for.
0: You, we spend more time hoping about the lives we'll live, we, we want to live, than we
1: actually spend what? Living the lives we, we actually have. Like you got married and you'd been anticipating it. And then you were married and you anticipated what it would be like. And then, you know, you were planning I'll
0: you know, it's been 22 years. Two weeks, three weeks ago, it was our 22nd wedding anniversary. And I'll tell you, the best parts of our marriage were nothing I dreamed of, yeah. nothing I hoped for.
1: That's looking backwards. Looking
0: backwards. And you appreciate it. Oh, so much. And And, it's sad. And there's a sadness in in it, too. Not for what I didn't get to
1: experience,
0: but just for
1: appreciation. Yeah. It's weird. It's like on some level that that to me is true gratitude because it was more than I thought it would be. Right. Right. And at the same time, I see the cost of going towards for something. Right. All the fears and hurts and loneliness. And then and how little time left. Yeah. Big mistake is that when we become, and this is. And how I didn't appreciate it while it was happening. Yes. So the regret. Yeah. And mistakes made. Regret. But if, if we're not able to be sad, if we can't face that sadness is part even of the greatest moment because the greatest moment is about to end okay mm-hmm. and what it took to get to that greatest moment right so when we become more expert in the lives we don't have instead of expert in living the lives we do have we we're, we're running away from the life we can have and
0: feelings right, help us live the life that we do have so yes. we can have the life that we can have sadness is
1: a key that opens up to living the lives we do have yeah and, and and fantasy is escaping the lives we do have. We become expert in the lives we don't have, living in the future. And sadness and, is,
0: in that way, yeah, it keeps us out of the future. It keeps us grounded in the moment. Yes. Kind of this moment. Yes. Right? What will I do now? Okay. Well, then what happens when I won't feel my sadness? Like, it's going to come out, right?
1: It's mm-hmm. going to come out some other way. Uh-huh. Right? Tell me Tell me how it goes. Well, out. I'll tell you well, a bunch of ways, I think, and, and you just throw in all over the place, but but when, when I won't feel my sadness, it becomes a, a, a prideful, tragic, okay, both prideful, tragic willfulness to not be affected by life. And I remember we, we, we use this room in some ways as a metaphor, but this is a living, breathing, organismic room. Right? Yes. Organismic. I yes. said, you smile. Stephen, <laughs> see, I've known you a long time. Sorry. But then my early offices going way back to uh, really 80, 80 something, I never had an office. I put a thing in, the, in there. They were blank walls. Wow. So I had no intention of staying. So I wasn't going to be affected. I wasn't going to be touched. I wasn't planning to attach. I was, all, I was headed somewhere else. I wasn't going to live where I was. I'm going to feel what it was like to live where I was because I intended to get out of there and to go somewhere else quickly. Right. I was getting my life over with in some ways without even seeing how I was doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I didn't want to feel, one, if I attached to an office, I didn't want to feel how far away I was from where I really wanted to go because I wanted to leave Texas and move back to where I am sitting right now. Right. But the truth is having the courage to attach where we are Okay. Yep. guarantees us to have sadness, so the opposite of that, an impaired expression of that, is to try not to care. And a lot of times we call strength uh, not attaching enough to let life bother us. Mm. And then, of course, self-pity.
0: Oh, my favorite. Huge sarcasm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think people have so <laughs> much contempt for self-pity. Contempt towards it. Oh, God.
1: Talk about that. When I
0: hear it, when I smell it, when I see somebody... I, I ugh, feeling sorry for themselves or demanding mm-hmm. that I t- feel sorry for them. Mm-hmm. So Which they, is
1: self-pity as is a, is a lack of full-hearted participation to grieve my own life, right? Right.
0: So yeah. other people have to do like it for me to take mm-hmm. care of it for mm-hmm.
1: me. It flies all over mm-hmm. me. And I think some of that— And it's also a way—it's it's, it's a strange way of also asking somebody to care. Oh. Right? It, no. I, I, and I then like to when say, I do, though, will they let me? Will they and let if me? they don't, Boom. Uh, Yeah. Trouble, right? Trouble.
0: Because for me, I think some of it is, a lot of it is self-righteous indignation around, well, I'm I'm tough. They should be tough, too. You know, I don't get to be sad. What are they moaning about, yeah. belly aching about?
1: Yeah. right. That's a lot yeah. so about my own ref- yeah. my reaction Reaction, mm-hmm. like counter-transferring, yeah. reacting to theirs. Oh, yeah. that's a big word. That's good, counter-transference. Yeah. 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 yeah, I thought I'd throw that out. Yeah, thank you. What does it mean? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Working out my crap on somebody yeah, else's head. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so I think a lot of my resistance to self-pity is that, is my own refusal, my own sadness, my own resistance to like well, I'm not—I don't let myself be sad. You better yeah. not let yourself be sad. Yeah. I think another part of it is in in the ways I grew up and the families I grew up family I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of people took responsibility for their own feelings. Yes. There's a demand that other people do sad, and there's not a lot of sadness done in my family. Right. Uh, there was a lot of competition for people feeling sorry for themselves. Right. Right. So I, have, I think I have some uh, some itchy trigger finger around self-pity like
1: somebody's trying to control you and you're not gonna let it happen yeah yeah yeah.
0: like that their feelings always matter more than my feelings right so it brings up a lot of old Mm, stuff
1: mm -hmm. you know
0: um and i used to have a real hard time being sad i thought crying.
1: uh, i used to have a hard time crying you mean uh, finding your tears and letting them be yeah letting them letting them happen yeah 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 yeah, people, you notice people apologize for that all the yeah, time. Yeah, so too. I hate that too. People, they, mm-hmm. God, when someone
0: apologizes for crying, it makes me so mad. Yeah.
1: So it's like, go ahead and go back to self pity and, yeah. and being yeah. apathetic towards your own life. Yeah. So apparently, I got a lot of. See, I thought strength and, and, and not being sad were the same thing yes. for, for a long time. Yeah. Yes. I did too.
0: Not letting life get to me, uh-huh. not, not saying things that I lost, mad. Strong survive.
1: Mm-hmm. And survival and I've learned strength. That
0: only a really strong person can cry because they're, they're secure in who they are, right? Is it strength and tenderness Only a truly
1: courageous person yeah. can care. Full heart of participation, courage. Yeah. And courage costs us something.
0: So how does a person get back from self-pity or from, or from refusal of, of grief and appreciation? Like what's the turn they need to make to get to move? They find, someone finds themselves in self-pity. What do they need to do to get back to sadness?
1: Well, for, well, one thing I've I've got to have some people in my life who will um, call me on it or confront me about it. Do mm-hmm. you know? Because when I'm in it, um, I might know it and I might not. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm delivering a significant and serious complaint about uh, the unfairness of life, which is uh, unfair. I'm I'm delivering a, a serious complaint about reality. I don't it like it. Yeah. And the fact is, it is real, a <laughs> reality. So, I mean, self-pity is really close to having genuine sadness. So somebody could say, hey, what are you really talking about? Mm-hmm. I need people in my life who say, what are you really talking about? In other words, what are you really feeling? Yeah. And I'm going to be mad about the way life is working, right? Yeah. Or hurt about it. And somebody to say, well, so what's that like? Well, I don't like it. Well, what do you mean you don't like it? Well, what I don't like it is just not what I planned. Now, it's not what I planned, not what I wanted, not what I wished. So there is I was attached to a wish, a plan, right? A dream. dream yeah. Didn't happen, not happening, not happening fast enough. And that feeling is a broken attachment. Mm-hmm. Boom. You're, um, I'm at the sadness. A right
0: self-imposed there. broken attachment. Yes, yes. Sure. And w-
1: But when somebody confronts me or cares enough about me to care about me,
0: you know, will them, I let so, it happen?
1: Yeah. Will I will I let their words take me to the mirror mm-hmm. and say, I'm sad.
0: Okay, that's one way. There that's are other one ways. Way.
1: One way is a, a willingness to, to look backwards at our at our lives, whether it's the day or the years. To look backwards and say, it's back to what did I wish? What did I dream? What do I hope? What am I looking for? You know, it's it's sadness is found based upon how much I wanted.
0: I was playing. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So that you said that. I'm thinking back Greedy, to last greediness. night. I was playing a, um, a board game with Henry, and we're yeah. sitting in our living room, and behind him this fire was going. Yeah. And um, he and I were playing this game, and I'm just looking at him. It was a really sweet moment. Like, it was just an ordinary moment. And I was, you know, I had to wipe away a couple of tears in the beauty of it. Right, like in yes. the beauty of what did
1: it remind you of
0: remind me of of his childhood being a, his little boyness is gone, right yeah. he's almost thirteen, yeah, right, it reminded me of not getting to do that with my dad, yeah, it reminded me of how much I love being with my children, yeah right? and
1: God, in, in, Mem- uh, memories unfinished yeah. and longings unattained. It it's like again. will
0: he will he want to do this with me when he's older? Like the fear of that, right? Yeah. You know, and then and the, you know the answer to that already. I know. <laughs> no.
1: What <laughs> to do with this? Well yes gets. and no. Well you know, yes <laughs> uh, and no. Of course yeah. he will, and it'll be gone. Yeah. And and he'll be busy, possibly. Oh,
0: some of the worst parenting I've done is try to recreate good moments. Yeah. Like, remember that time we did that? Let's, Let's go do, do it that again. again. <laughs> Trying to say like, hold your head your kids' head underwater to Bob for apples. Bob
1: for
0: the <laughs> apple <laughs> Oh I'm a, yeah. Yeah. Recre- it yeah. was sad it'd be in a beautiful sadness though. Yes. Right? Um that I experienced with him. So or experienced in me. So Stephen, so
1: it. how transient our lives are, but love isn't transient. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't mean to talk weird, but it's like you there you can't help but talk I can't weird help it. <laughs> so just
0: Life it's, keeps moving, but love's constant. Yes. I mean, yeah. it, it,
1: it, this uh, hungering to be immortal and uh, craving to be eternal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, who am I loved? Do I matter? Do you care? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's God created that in us. Mm-hmm. This craving to be attached completely and utterly. I mean.
0: And to fully attach, i got to yeah, feel sad. It's, the,
1: it's eternal. Yeah. So, the, Stephen, it's it's so beautiful that, that you had that that moment of of smelling the eternal. Oh. You had a scent of the eternal, and it was about to disappear. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's
0: so rich. Yes. It was yeah. just a, glim- it was a glimpse, a moment of appreciation, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah, it's good, man. Well, thank you. Hey, it's sunny today.
0: It's cold. It's cold. It's cold mm-hmm. in Tennessee this week. Mm-hmm. Cold. Like below, below 10 degrees cold, which in the south is, is like super cold. Yes.
1: We wonder if it'll ever end. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I have a New Year's resolution this year. What is it, Not Steven? to complain about the weather.
1: Okay. <laughs> you just did.
0: I know. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. No, you did. I, I, it's okay. so hard not to complain about the weather.
1: <laughs> well, let me tell you, uh, I made a, 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 a New Year's resolution in March about, <laughs> 15, probably year, a good about 15 years ago, and we had zero degrees, and I thought to myself... I'll never, ever, ever, ever complain about the heat again. And I never have. I'm telling you, the cold scares me, but heat. I will
0: take this over the heat any day. Are you serious? No, you can always put more on. You can't always take it off. Oh, I've heard that.
1: I say make it hotter. Let's go. Ah, All right, I love it. Thank you, Chip. Hey, thanks, Stephen. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Safe Show Podcast want to take a second to let you know about something coming up that we're starting called Sage Hill Leadership Lab, which is an opportunity for leaders, men or women who are leading in a professional context, whether entrepreneurs or doctors or nurse leaders or managers or church leaders or principals, to come meet four times a year to be in a process of learning to lead more fully from the heart. To find out more about that, you can go to sagehillconsulting.com.